Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This week's episode is brought to you by DB DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. Uh, You know it's very important to have the right bag, to have the right suitcase when you're traveling and DB has the right stuff for you. I am teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10. That's P-O-D-1-0. The link is in the show notes. It's also going to be in the podcast newsletter. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Let's start the show. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I'm your host. It is Sunday, August 29th, and I'm excited to be back with another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. Thank you all for tuning in today. Um, Got a good episode for you this week. Um, In the Dig Deeper segment this week, um, I'm first going to discuss the... Uh, re-emergence of the Drake and Kanye beef, kind of how that started, where it is, how I think it'll end. Um, And then I'm going to do an album alert uh, where I'm going to talk about a new album by an artist named Cleo Soul. Um, So she just dropped a new album called Mother. So this is an album that I just wanted to uh, bring everyone's attention to. It's an album that I don't think a lot of people probably know exists, um, but I think that they should. So I'm going to be talking about that in the Dig Deeper segment. Um, Also going to give you a song of the week and uh, the press play segment where I talk to you about all of the hip hop and R&B news um, that is important since the last time I dropped an episode. Um, Before I get into that, I want to let you know about the podcast newsletter. So all the links to everything I talk about in this episode, new songs, music videos, performances, all the links to those can be found in the podcast newsletter. So you can, you know, keep up with everything that I'm talking about. If I talk about a, a song that sounds like something you want to hear, boom, podcast newsletter. You can click the link and check it out. Uh, you can get access to the podcast newsletter in two ways. Both of them require you to go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Right on the homepage, you can put in your email address and you will get the podcast newsletter in your inbox 
um, every time there's a new episode. Or if you don't want to be on the mailing list, you can just go to the newsletter tab um, at thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com and all the newsletters are there. But you definitely want to check out the podcast newsletter so you can be locked in to everything that I talk about in this episode. So without any further ado, let's jump into the song of the week. So the song of the week for this week um, is one by Lauren Hill. So it is the, you know, August is still hip hop recognition month. Uh, in the last episode, I played um, a song by Sugar Hill Gang, one of the first uh, commercialized hip hop songs. Um, and so this week I wanted to play a song by a woman in hip hop. And who better to do that than the one that we miss the most, Miss Lauren Hill. And the song that I'm that is the song that I'm choosing for the song of the week this week is one of the most hip hop songs on her debut album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And that's Lost Ones. And Lost Ones is an amazing song, not just because Lauren raps incredibly well and and with the ferocity that is just just so impressive, but also because she's airing out grievances. You know, she this she wrote this song um, kind of in the perspective of she's talking to an ex, but she also wrote this song um, about Wyclef John following, you know, the Fuji's breakup and, you know, how Wyclef was all in the media all the time talking about uh you know Lauren and and the breakup of the Fuji. So this was Lauren's opportunity to air some grievances. And she did that. And honestly she flamed Wyclef. And this is the second song on her debut album. I think the first like full actual song and she comes out swinging and she does not miss. What's more hip hop than that? So in honor of hip hop recognition month and the end of hip hop recognition month um, I wanted to honor Miss Lauren Hill. Song of the week is Lost Ones from the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Let's jump into the press play segment. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the press play segment. For those of you that are new to the podcast, the press play segment is broken into three parts. Things that you should check out rumor mill in the announcements and the upcoming and recently released albums so let's jump right into the things that you should check out and like i mentioned everything i talk about in this episode uh, all the links to everything are in the podcast newsletter so definitely subscribe to that first up is a couple tiny dust performances let me just say for those of you that don't know what tiny dust is npr um you know, before the pandemic, what they would do is they would have tiny desk performances where an artist would come into the NPR offices and perform an intimate performance, like three to four songs, something like that, for the NPR employees, um, like right in their offices. They have a nice, iconic setup that everybody recognizes. And they would perform an intimate performance for the employees. They would record it, would go up on their YouTube Um and it was dope. And like sometimes the artists, like a lot of artists really take these tiny desk performances to like try out new performances of songs or try out some new songs we never heard. It's like a really cool opportunity to connect with those artists. Since the pandemic, they've moved them out of the NPR offices, obviously, and the artists have been, you know, kind of doing their tiny desk performances from home or from their home studios, things like that. Um, so NPR has really been thriving since the pandemic, at least the tiny desk performances have thrived since the pandemic because we're getting all of these cool, different, you know, the, the, the tiny desk set in the NPR offices is iconic, but it's cool to see these artists in different spaces. Like Vince Staples, when he did his, he was in a space that looked like it was right off the beach. Like you're seeing artists perform in just different settings, um, uh, that are different from when they're in the NPR offices. And so it's kind of cool. So Migos did a Tiny Desk um, most recently where they performed uh, Avalanche, Straightening, and Birthday, all songs from their Culture 3 album. Um, and it's dope because, you know, with the Migos, 
you know, too often you get to hear them with some live instrumentation. And it really, I think, made the songs even better. Like it was they were performances of the songs that, you know, we're not getting just the boom bap and the electronic you know stuff from the production like we're hearing like real drums and stuff and it elevated their performances so the Migos Tiny Desk is one that you should watch the Isley Brothers did a Tiny Desk that was super dope they performed Between the Sheets Footsteps in the Dark For the Love of You that lady iconic like Ronald Isley has still got the singing chops like homie was he was hitting them falsettos like he he still got it that man I don't know how old he is but it's wild so definitely check that out. Speaking of Vince Staples, he performed on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. He performed his song Take Me Home from his most recent self-titled album. Um, the the woman that's featured on the song, Fouché, was there with him. They did a nice kind of intimate performance of Take Me Home. Um, he seems to really enjoy performing this song. He also performed it on his Tiny Desk as well. Uh, Megan The Stallion released a new freestyle, Tuned In Freestyle. She she's obviously leading up to something, you know, she she came off of her her little break that she took her hiatus and she's been back um, with a vengeance. You know, she she released her thought shit song. Uh, She released another freestyle before this. And then she also released the tuned in freestyle. She's spitting. She's spitting. And so I think Megan Megan got something coming soon for sure. So check out this freestyle. SZA dropped off three new songs on her SoundCloud, one called Nightbird, one called I Hate You, and another called Joni. Um, I still do believe that we we're we going to get a SZA album this year. Um, we're running out of time because it is basically September, and I do think Kendrick is dropping this year. So, you know, TDE dropped Isaiah Rashad early. That doesn't leave a lot of time for Kendrick and SZA to drop, but we'll see what happens. Uh, one of them could drop in October. One of them could drop in December. We'll see. Um, but check out her new songs on SoundCloud. Common dropped off a new song called When We Move. It's He's got a new album coming out. This song is jazzy. It's got a Black Thought verse. It's, you know, Common doing his common thing. Like, you know, you know what you're getting from a common verse and from a common song nowadays. And he delivered that. It's a dope hip hop song. Common and Black Thought are two of the best MCs in the game. So definitely check out that song. Some new music videos and songs. Young Thug dropped off the music video for his song TikTok. He performed this at his tiny desk. I think I talked about that in the last episode. So check out that podcast newsletter or that episode for information on it. Um... It's supposed to be on his upcoming punk album. The song, I honestly received the song better in his Tiny Desk performance because the live instrumentation kind of brought it to life and it sounded more punk, like rockish, which I I suppose is supposed to be kind of like the theme of the album and the type of songs that he's given us. But the the actual like, you know, CD version, you know, is more like hip hop uh, inspired from the production. So it didn't hit me as much as it did in the live version but the music video is dope so check that out isaiah rashad dropped off a new music video for his song from the garden off of his house is burning album this is the song that has a little uzi word in it tde when they drop music videos it's on a completely different level than what everybody else is doing like the the cinematography and production of their videos is just incredible and they always no matter who the artist on tde is Come with some creative ideas. This video is no different. Check out the From the Garden music video. Finally, in the things you should check out, Baby Keem and Kendrick dropped off the new song and music video called Family Ties. I think the song is officially Baby Keem's song uh, to be released on his Melodic Blue album, maybe this year, maybe next year. But if you don't know, Baby Keem is an artist that uh, really uh got big a few years ago um i forget the name of his album actually i'm gonna look it up real quick because um it's an album that that everyone should listen to it's not gonna be for everybody but i slept on it and i regretted it um but he's 20 he's from carson uh california and it was his mixtape actually called die for my bitch (laughs) but um it went crazy and it really got him some notoriety. He's actually Kendrick Lamar's cousin, like they're like blood cousins. 
And so Kendrick Lamar has had this whole PG Lang venture, which nobody is still really sure about. But Baby Keem is a part of that. And it seems like they have more music and more collaboration coming. But this is the first step. So Family Ties is Baby Keem and Kendrick going from zero to 100 with some crazy flows, crazy bars. The music video, I just mentioned TDE, Dave Free, um, who was one of the, he's a co-founder of PG Lang with Kendrick. He's one of the little homies, which is a part of their TDE's like music video kind of production group. And when Dave Free has done the video, it's about to be iconic. And this Family Ties video with Keem and Kendrick is also iconic. Not to mention the fact that Kendrick like puts everybody on notice like we've been talking about and i'll talk about later drake and kanye but like kendrick it's been four years since we had a solo project from him and you know it's been a long time since we got a verse from kendrick and so he came spitting and baby keem baby keem was spitting too like he held his own so (laughs) it's about to be it's about to be some trouble when kendrick drops and Baby Keem's Melodic Blue album is also going to be fire. So just enjoy, enjoy this new song, enjoy this new music video, because something bigger is coming and I cannot wait. Let's jump into the rumor mill and the announcements. These are announcements from like artists, labels, you know, things that may not completely come to pass. But in case they do, I want to make sure you heard it here first. So first up, Kendrick announced that his next album, will be his last album on the TDE label. It's unclear whether this is his last album, period, or if he's just going to decide to go independent after TDE, but he's been on TDE for a long time, like at least 10 years, um, longer than that, maybe 15 or something like that. And so maybe he's just going independent after this next album. But he released it a whole a whole um, like Instagram post or like statement where he said, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. Boom, there it is, 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty and completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. And then he signed off as Oklahoma, O-K-L-A-M-A. Um, maybe that's a new alias, but this next Kendrick album, shut the, shut the game down. Like (laughs) you already know this is last TDE album. So he's got, he's got something to prove. He's got a lot to say. This is the finality of something. He's pulling out all of the stops for this album. I already know. I I could not be more excited. So, um, I'll keep you posted on anything that happens with that album. Beyonce also confirmed in an article with Harper's Bazaar in an interview with Harper's Bazaar that she's been in the studio for a year and a half. So she's got music coming. You know, she didn't say when I I don't expect it this year. I I would you know, she's been in the studio for a year and a half. And she said there's music coming. I would expect it next year. That's that's my expectation. And not early next year, like maybe next summer, maybe next fall. But she got music coming. Um. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac, now known as Silk Sonic, despite their album An Evening with Silk Sonic being perfect for the summertime, uh, considering the tone of the first two songs, Leave the Door Open and Skate, they've announced that their album will be released in January of 2022. Teasing us with the Leave the Door Open song, and they finally released the new Skate song, and now they're like, we're not dropping this until next year. Apparently, they don't want their album to be binge-watched. They want there to be more time in between the release of each song so people can sit with it, which is fine. But, like, man, you teased, you teased this album for over a year. Like, it's kind of crazy. I don't really appreciate that. But, you know, it's whatever. I respect the artist's vision. Um, so you can expect that album in January. Little Wayne says he's planning on dropping I Am Not a Human Being 3. Collard Grove 2 with 2 Chains and a project with Rich the Kid soon. 
realistically, I'd say maybe expect one of those this year, but next year you probably expect to get the rest of those. And then here's some interesting information. Moneybag Yo has the highest selling hip hop album of 2021. 777,000 album equivalent units. Now, I will I will admit I have not given Moneybag Yo the time of day. You know, there's a lot of music out there and so I do have to do some editing. I do have to, you know, just let some some albums go. I have to judge a book by its cover sometimes. And so I haven't listened to music from Moneybag Yo. But the fact that it's the highest selling hip hop album of 2021, you know, we're seeing a resurgence of this like gritty, grimy, like street music, like kind of taking over. And the fact that 777,000 units this year, that's crazy. The t- rounding out the top five is J. Cole's All Season with 723,000. Pooh Shiesty Shiesty Season, 712. I haven't given that out in the time of day. Polo G's Hall of Fame, 708,000. Soul Flies, or sorry, um, uh, Rod, Rod Waves, Soul Fly album, 686,000. I, something is up here. Now, I'm not saying that they're like buying streams or anything like that, but something is happening where, you know, Moneybag Yo's album is the highest selling album, hip hop album of 2021. There's got to be something about it. So here's what I'm going to do. Next week's episode, this this come starting after this episode, this week, I'm going to throw myself into Moneybag Yo's album and Pooh Shiesty's album. Because I've listened to the, I'm just looking at the top five here. I've listened to the offseason. I've listened to Polo G's Hall of Fame. And I've listened to Rod Wave's Soulfly album. All three of those, I completely understand. They're dope albums. Rod Wave has a huge fan base. Polo G is on the, is up and coming. People love him. And J. Cole is J. Cole. But the fact that Pooh Shiesty and Moneybag Yo have sold over 700,000 album equivalent units of their albums, I got to dig into that and I got to figure this out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to both of those albums. For the most part, I'm going to listen to those albums exclusively this week. And then next week's episode in the Dig Deeper segment, I'm going to give my reviews of those albums. I'm going to try and figure out what it is about those albums or like what I see in those albums that can explain how they've sold so much. Like it's not just their fan base kind of taking over uh, the streaming and just like giving them these numbers. Like that's, that's too much for it to just be their fan base. Like this has to be something that everybody's buying into. So we'll see. You can look out for that next week. Um, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy album, her debut album, becomes the first album by a female rapper to spend 175 weeks on the Billboard 200. She continues to break records when it comes to, you know, hip hop um, albums on Billboard. Like nobody has been able to do the numbers that she's done. That album continues to do numbers. So shout out to her. De La Soul, the legendary group, officially owns their own masters and their music will hit streaming services this year, likely around November. Um, the old label Tommy Boy Records that kind of held their their music was bought out by Reservoir Music and they reached a deal with De La Soul. So around November, all of their music will be on streaming. This is great news. De La Soul is legendary and anybody who doesn't know about De La Soul's music, this is a great opportunity for you to check it out. Uh, Lupe Fiasco took to Twitter uh, to say that he was going to make a 10 song drill inspired album in 24 hours. And he kind of live tweeted it for a little bit before he went dark. But this was a couple weeks ago. So we'll see if he actually decides to release this album. But apparently he made a 10 song album in 24 hours. So we'll see if we get that. Lupe is constantly doing this like weird stuff on Twitter. Like (laughs) he spends a lot of time on Twitter. So we'll see. The Weeknd expects to be done with his new album by the end of this month so within a few days from now he thinks he's gonna be done with his new album i'm not expecting to see it well he released a single already so it's possible he releases that this year which would be crazy two albums in two years but we'll see i think definitely by next year though um we're gonna have a new weekend album and then finally tde signed a new artist uh ray vaughn he's from long beach 
he released an EP called Peer Pressure. It's three songs. So check that out. Homie's a spitter. Anybody that gets signed by TDE, you can expect that they can really rap. Um, so check that out. Let's jump into the upcoming and recently released albums. These are albums that have come out uh, since the last episode that I think you should check out or ones that are releasing within the next month. So uh, albums that were released since the last episode that I just think you should look into. On the 13th of August, Benny the Butcher released a new album called Pyrex Picasso. It's dope. I've already saved a few songs to my my playlist. Um it's it's different, you know, similar to how on his Burden of Proof album with Hit Boy last year, um, he's rapping over some different beats than we're used to with his like regular Griselda stuff. So definitely check that out. Speaking of Griselda, the Griselda affiliate Bodie James put out another album with the Alchemist famed producer. They put out an album called Bo Jackson. It was also released on the 13th. Look out for Bodie James. Dude is a really dope rapper. He's got bars. Um, he really knows how to like weave words together. This is a dope album. Listen to it. Jennifer Hudson also uh, the Respect soundtrack from the Aretha Franklin biopic um, that released. Check that out. On the twentieth of August, Cleo Soul dropped off her album Mother. I'll be talking about that in the Dig Deeper segment. Also on the twentieth, Division and Ty Dolla Sign. This was a big surprise. They put out a collab album called Cheers to the Best Memories. Apparently, you know, during the pandemic, they linked up a lot to make some music inspired by 90s R&B, which is right up my alley. And they put together a whole album and it's really good. Like I've given it a couple listens. I plan to listen to it a lot more. The the 90s R&B influences are are very obvious and prevalent. And both of them together, they have great singing chemistry it's dope. It's dope. So definitely check that out. Trippy Red also dropped off an album called Trip at Night, one that has been getting a lot of attention because of a specific Drake verse. That's on it. I'll be talking about that in the Dig Deeper segment. Um, Belly, just a couple of days ago, dropped off his album See You Next Wednesday. I've listened to it. Belly is an artist who's kind of affiliated with EXO, The Weeknd's label with Nav and them. Um, I think the features on the album are dope, but like nothing about the album yet has really stuck out to me. I'm in the middle of a listen, so I haven't complete finished listening to it. But, you know, um, check that out. There's a lot of features. Uh, the Weeknd's on there a couple times. Nas has a, a dope verse. So check that out. Also, um, a few days ago, Nelly dropped off a new album called Heartland. And let me tell you about this album. This is Nelly's country album nelly was inspired to do a country album i think he's got a song with uh kane brown on there who's a very popular country artist right now the album cover is literally a like st louis baseball cap combined with a cowboy hat it is i i laughed out loud when i saw this album cover and i haven't listened to the album yet but apparently from what i've read it's like a Nelly country album that features Nelly's like signature flow. I, I can't imagine this is good, but there is no way I am not listening to it. So <laughs> maybe next week I'll, I'll tell you how that listen went. Um, upcoming. So this, this upcoming Friday uh, on September 3rd, big boy and sleepy Brown are dropping off an album called the big sleepover. Drake is dropping off certified lover boy um, more on that later. Jameson is dropping off an album called Heals Me and Little Sims. Can't wait for this one. Is dropping off an album called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. On September 10th, Common is releasing A Beautiful Revolution Part 2. He released the, the first part. It was either late last year or early this year. Uh, Diana Ross is dropping off an album. Her first album, I think it said like 15 years or something, called Thank You. James Blake is releasing Friends That Break Your Heart. Yeba is releasing Dawn uh, on the 15th of September. Injury Reserve releasing their first album since one of their uh, members passed away called By the Time I Get to Phoenix. Um, let me see what else. Um, 
Cynthia Revo is releasing her album Chapter One, Verse One on September 17th. Lil Nas X is releasing his album Montero, which is a self-titled album because that's apparently his first name. Also on the 17th, on September 24th, Anthony Hamilton is releasing Love is the New Black. Diddy is releasing Off the Grid Volume 1. And Nao is releasing And Then Life Was Beautiful. Look, lots of big albums dropping in September. And I would bet that Kanye will also drop Donda on the 3rd because Drake is dropping Certified Lover Boy. More on that in just a little bit. That is it for the Press Play segment. I'm going to take a short break and then I'll be right back with the Dig Deeper segment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the Dig Deeper segment. I want to start off this segment before I get into um, the album alert portion. I want to talk about Drake and Kanye. So I'm sure you probably heard a lot about Drake and Kanye recently, especially these past couple weeks. Seemingly their beef, uh, the one which stems from Drake accusing Kanye of telling Pusha T about his child Adonis um, as using it as ammunition in many subliminal and not so subliminal shots at each other over the past few years. That's how their beef started. There hadn't been much tension in a while, and it was rumored, actually, uh, and even said by Karen Civil that they had patched things up and they were friends now. But now, all of a sudden, with both of their albums, Donda and Certified Loverboy, expected to release this year, they seem to be beefing again. There have been little shots going back and forth between both camps, and I want to you know, give you all some context to kind of talk about what those things have been. So for context, Drake said his album Certified Lover Boy would be released before the end of the summer and Kanye's Donda album was supposed to be released on July 23rd. Kanye has been doing this thing where he's been having listening sessions on the expected release date, like live ones that like Apple Music has been streaming so everybody could like hear the album before it came out. But then he wouldn't drop the album like everyone thought he would and like it was promised And then the next week or sometime after he would have another listening session, the album is slightly different. You know, new verses were dropped off, some were added, and then he would repeat like the album would not come out. 
So after he missed the July 23rd date, rapper Consequence, who was a close friend, a collaborator with Ye, he was on Good Music or an affiliate of Good Music, he tweeted that they were looking for Drake's release date, kind of implying that they wanted to release Dondo on the same day as some competition. Whether this is like friendly competition or they wanted to outsell him, who knows. Both Kanye and Drake then made comments either on Twitter or in song. Drake tweeted that his album was on the way and that's for anyone in the way. Kanye rapped, move out of the way of my release, trying to get me off my Q's and P's. Why can't losers never lose in peace? Ain't nobody around me losing sleep. Better find God for he find me. So, you know, it's like, oh, are y'all y'all really beefing again? Or like, what what's this about? So then earlier this month, Both camps exchanged words in the comment section of an Instagram post. Things really heated up when Drake appeared on the song Betrayal, which was on Trippy Red's Trip at Night album. Drake said, all these fools I'm beefing with that I barely know. 45-44, burned out, let it go. And then he said, you ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. Now, it's written... As yay ain't changing shit for me, it's set in stone. Personally, when I listen to the verse, it's kind of ambiguous what he's saying. Like, it's kind of like he's saying, you ain't changing shit for me. Or like the way he says it could be taken as him saying yay or him saying like you or like some other type of word. It's unclear, in my opinion, what he actually said. But Drake is clearly having fun with this. Um, and everybody was like, no, he said, yay. This was like, he, he named yay. Like this is a shot back at yay. And it's important to note, you know, he said that all these fools I'm beefing with that I barely know 45, 44 burned out. It's important to note that Kanye consequence and Pusha T are all 44. So very likely that Drake was responding. Consequence clearly took the lyrics to heart. He tweeted, fuck a betrayal, which was the name of the song. It's the disrespect for me, dog, with trippy red shotgun. Respect my team. It's party time. That same day, and this is where it gets really weird. That same day, Kanye posted on Instagram a screenshot of a group chat. In the screenshot, you can see that he added Pusha T to this group chat. There were eight people in it. One of them, you know, how if you have an iPhone, you know how in a group chat at the top, It'll just show you the initials of the people in the group chat. So there's a D in there. Everybody is assuming that this is Drake. Kanye in this group chat added Pusha T and then posted a picture of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and said, quote, I live for this. I've been fucked with by nerd ass jock niggas like you my whole life. You will never recover. I promise you. So everybody's like, yo, Drake must be in this group chat. And Kanye added Pusha to it and decided to say this to Drake. Now, this is all speculation, obviously, because we don't know who's in the group chat. But one thing to note is when Drake and Future released their song Life is Good last year, uh, Drake had a line where he said Virgil responding to Virgil Abloh. Virgil got my Roly doing backflips or something like that. Um alluding to the fact that Virgil made him a watch, um, like a dope watch, a unique watch. And before Kanye added Pusha to the screenshot, you can see that Kanye in the group chat wrote, where's my green watch? I want that to do front flips. So it's, it's likely that Virgil is in this group chat Like, maybe it's a group chat that Virgil had with, like, rappers. Kanye and Drake just happened to be in it. Maybe after Kanye heard the Life is Good song, he reached out to Virgil like, yo, I need a watch. Make it do front flips. And so this was that same group chat. This is all speculation, but it seems very likely that that's the case. A couple days later, Kanye, I think it was either an Instagram post or his story, posted a picture of a map with Drake's Add the address to Drake's mansion in Toronto, um, like with the address and like the pin of it on a map. He posted that. There's lots of screenshots of it. And it's, it's not that big a deal because, you know, like how many of these like multimillion dollar mansions are there in Toronto? Like it, and like it's been said where Drake's address is before. But 
he did that and then he deleted it. So it certainly seemed petty. And then the exact same day, Drake responded in his Instagram story with just a, a video of him laughing while riding around in his car. So, you know, it's, it's not anything really aggressive. Like nobody's released like full diss songs like when Drake and Pusha were going back and forth with like Duppy Freestyle and Story of Adidon. But, you know, it's it's heating up, I guess you could say. It was rumored that Donda, Kanye's album, was going to drop after the Chicago listening session he had of the album on Thursday. Obviously, that didn't happen. Drake only has about a month to release Certified Lover Boy if it's true that it will be released before the end of the summer. And then on just the other day, the, an ESPN broadcast was kind of like, quote unquote, hacked, but like it was interrupted by a video that had a, a piece of cardboard that said CLB September 3rd. So everybody's taking that to me. Drake just announced his release date as September 3rd, which is this upcoming Friday. So personally, I think this is all for views and album listens. I think it's a marketing ploy. I don't necessarily believe that they're like really beefing beefing to the point that it's going to come to blows or there's going to be more disc records. Um, if it were true that they did patch things up, I could easily see this being a reasonable idea to generate buzz for both their albums that they would like pretend that they were beefing again to get, you know, people interested in their albums. Similar to what Kanye and 50 did in 07, where 50 was releasing his Curtis album, Kanye was releasing Graduation and they were like, let's see who sells the most. It's similar. It's, it's possible that this could be something like that. But at the same time, how nonchalant and coy Drake has been with his responses, the whole let it go part of his uh, verse and betrayal really makes it seem like he's not interested in a beef. While Kanye, you know, has been more aggressive and it kind of lends credit to the theories that this is real. I'm also curious why Drake would even want to beef with Kanye when that surely means that Pusha T would be involved and we would get Drake Pusha 2.0 right around the corner. But then again, maybe Drake, you know, he understands that he lost that beef and maybe he wants to smoke again and he's ready this time. I don't know. But regardless, Rick Ross was interviewed recently. You know, he's cool with Drake. They were rumored to have a collab album coming. And he shared a text he had with Drake where Drake said, everything is unfolding. I'm about to be as free as a bird. So this certainly makes it seem like this shouldn't be taken too seriously I'm thoroughly entertained by all of this, and it honestly makes me kind of want to listen to Kanye's album a little, a very small bit. But regardless, album releases by Kanye, Drake, and possibly Kendrick this year, on top of what we've already gotten, will make this one of the biggest years in hip-hop in a long time. And I do already want to say that despite all this playing around that that Kanye and Drake are doing, when Kendrick drops, it's over for both of them. Like, I don't think... Certified Lover Boy or Donda can do anything to match up with what Kendrick is going to bring. And that's just that's just my my belief. But regardless, I think this is fun until I see some like diss records um, against from these two. I don't think this is going to be anything serious. I think this is, you know, both of them are releasing albums around the same time. And so the fact that this ESPN thing where Drake announced that his album's coming out September 3rd, do not be surprised if Kanye decides to release Donda on September 3rd. Like I I think if Donda comes out on September 3rd that this is truly was all just for marketing and the fact that Drake is texting about how everything is unfolding. I don't think this is real. But that all depends on what they say on these albums because there could be some some shots fired. This is when the in these type of beats, specifically with Drake in this camp, you know, the subliminals like to flow. So it's very possible that on these albums we might we might get some words that take this beef to a new level if it's actually a beef. Um either way, it's about to get real. I'm excited for new music. Let's get it. Um so that's the Drake and Kanye beef. Uh, let's jump into an album alert so I can talk about Cleo Soul's new album. All right, the album alert 
for this week's episode is Mother by Cleo Soul. So you might remember that I shared an album by a band named Salt as one of my favorite albums released during the first half of this year. They're a soulful R&B group that incorporates so many elements and inspiration of R&B, but are also a mystery because they haven't revealed their identities. Well, when I was in LA, I happened to read an article when I was in Amoeba Records that pretty much laid out who the identities behind Salt Sound were. And after a little sleuthing of my own, it does seem like Cleo Soul is the lead vocalist. Um, Cleo is amazing. I went back and listened to her 2020 album, Rose in the Dark, the only complete album of hers on streaming services. And it's incredible. She has a delicate but stunning voice and the arrangements on that album were just phenomenal. I hear Lauren Hill. I hear Georgia Smith. I hear Mahalia. British soul and R&B has been good for decades. And Cleo Soul is just another example of that. Songs like Young Love and Why Don't You really showcase just how good she is at crafting infectious, soulful, inspirational bops. While the 70s funk undertones of the titular track Rose in the Dark complement her vocals perfectly and the 90s neo-soul inspirations of songs like Butterfly or When I'm in Your Arms are so nostalgic. Last week, she released her new album called Mother, and that's the album I want to highlight in this week's album alert segment. Mother picks up right where Rose in the Dark left off as far as the soulful sounds of the album. But right off the bat, this album is more personal. Cleo has always been heavily influenced by her mother, and she just became a mother herself this year, uh, which explains the album cover. She's on a couch. She's got a baby (laughs) in her arms. So she was deeply inspired to create this album out of those experiences. The entire album is produced by Inflow, who's a producer who's also responsible for the sounds of salt. The connection between Inflow and Cleo is something truly special as his production is just as important as what she brings to the table. The album is soul, it's jazz, it's from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I hear a seat at the table at by Solange in the serene truths that Cleo lays on the table for us to hear. I hear Stevie Wonder in the arrangements of songs like Build Me Up. This is an album that just makes you smile. The love that she has for her mother and her baby is palpable and it kind of runs like a current through the album, giving them energy. The album opener, Don't Let Me Fall, speaks of a mother's trauma from the child's perspective who witnessed it. And the way that Cleo yearns to be held close in the chorus makes me feel like I'm intruding on a very personal conversation. But that's just how personal and honest and free that Cleo is on this album. The bassline and piano-driven melody and sunshine sound like a song that Donny Hathaway would have burned into our minds with his incredible performance on top of it. Cleo alternates between a passionate, upbeat hook and a more serene, introspective vibe for the verses, all before the beat smoothly transitions into a soulful outro. Like many of the songs on the albums that Salt has blessed us with since 2019, there are many hidden songs, as Cleo called them. Songs that transitioned into a different vibe and song entirely. Unexpected gems that are so cohesive. Vocally, Cleo excels on this album. Her vocals are serene and powerful. One of my favorite examples of this is the song We Need You. A song that features a chorus of voices providing background vocals while Cleo stands out above them all. This is also a song that features her baby's like like cooing sounds in the background so it's a nice moment of the album one of the strongest songs on the album is also the most personal and that's the song 23 it's a raw passionate song directed at cleo's mother cleo and inflow use every second of this album to express themselves it's a 12 song album that runs over an hour because each song averages about five and a half minutes of runtime they let the songs breathe and resonate letting their inspirations take them where they may. One Day, which is the longest song on the album, is a song dedicated to her new baby, and it's just really damn beautiful. There's a point where it sounds like she's just riffing, just kind of like improvising, overtaken by the emotion of the song, and it's really just an amazing song. I really look forward to more Salt albums and more Cleo Soul, and I'm glad that she makes such incredible music. Check her out. Um, because she is worth all of your time. My favorite tracks from this album are Don't Let Me Fall, Build Me Up, Sunshine, 23, and One Day. But honestly, the entire album is incredible. Check it out. This has been your album alert for this week. 
Um, wanted to make sure you all got the hip hop and R&B news, and I wanted to introduce you to an album that you may not have heard about. Um, some information before I let you go. You already know you can um, connect with the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TOTB The Podcast. Thinking Outside the Boombox is the website. Um, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, remember, next week, I'm going to be talking about Moneybag Yo's album and Pooh Shiesty's album, Shiesty Season, to figure out like how these albums sold over 700000 this year. Also, just as a reminder, it's Fuck the Baby and Tory Lanez on this side, not acknowledging either of those dudes on this podcast. I'm not talking about their music or outside of this statement or them, like... It's over. It's over for them on this podcast. Uh, and I don't need to explain why. You can look it up. But DeBaby and Tory Lanez are deaded on thinking outside the boombox. And that's that's just how it's going to be. Um, thank you all for listening. I'm very excited um, for the upcoming episodes. Got some cool stuff coming. You already know what it is. This is Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.